0: I can stack them honeys to the roof. Fine, stop until they stack to the moon. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go against me gotta lose.
1: Ready? What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, our goal here at the MF CEO Project is to help you become the MF CEO of your life your world, and your community, okay? A lot of you guys are interested in business. A lot of you guys are interested in making more money. A lot of you guys are just interested in being better. That's what this show's about. We're going to cover entrepreneurship. We're going to cover business. We're going to cover all sorts of things that are going to have to deal with you improving. And just because you don't own a business right now doesn't mean you shouldn't be thinking as if you did. And we're going to talk about that today. As always, I am... Joined by two other dudes here, one of them you know as MC Salmon, the other one you know as DJ DJ God, and they are both here to weigh in and bring some value to the people. What is going on? Well,
0: speaking of God. Did we speak of God? Well, you said DJ DJ God. Oh. And whenever you speak of DJ DJ God, that is kind of like speaking of God. Mm. But <clears throat> I need you to pray for me, man.
1: hmm Can I tell you why? I, I already know why. I can see you sitting next to a box of pumpkin spice protein bars by First Form. Yeah. And I think the prayer needs to be that you don't eat all of them at once. <laughs> dude, how fucking good are those for oh, real? Dude, I ain't even amazing. trying to plug either. They're like, amazing. I'm just being no, real. No, no, no. They yeah. they
0: really are amazing. Um uh, you know, God is my witness, completely unbiased. These protein bars are amazing. And every time, like in the last six months, we've had some people stay at our house as guests. And I have a box of protein bars and I want to, and I just hand it to them. And they don't necessarily even know my connection to right, right. First Worm. And I'll hand it to them. I said, do you ever eat protein bars? Oh, yeah. Have this one. And the jaws just drop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, they're it's, amazing. Yeah. Dude. Probably the best. I mean, in my opinion, probably the best thing that First Form has ever
1: made. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. But they're but, they're freaking good, that's for sure. Yeah, they
0: are. But back to my prairie quest. Let me ask you a question. What do you think is more is crazier than having three little daughters under the age of 6?
1: Um having four? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. You did not. Dude. Oh, fuck, man. Wait, you didn't tell Andy? Number four. Holy shit. Number four. Bro. Four freaking girls. Now, you got to have another one so you guys can have like a basketball team. Yeah, right. You know what like, I'm saying? Right, and WNBA team? Yeah. Damn, dude, what's up with you? You've been, you know what I love about you the You have WN... been at home
0: putting the work in. I don't know. I, it must be the gene, the, the impaler gene. No shit. It produced nothing but women.
1: Dude, you've been doing some impaling. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Well, I explain Congrats. to you why
0: God wants me only to have women? I've explained that to you before, right? Wh- why? Well, because he was concerned about creating another baller. No, no, no. no, no. On my level. No. no you know, no.
1: to be mentored by me and I to already share know, my genetics. I know why God gives you four <laughs> girls. I'll tell you why. Because he knows all that, that old school youth group pimping you used to do. I know. Yeah, dude. And now. Youth group, you're host. gonna have to be the defender of the other youth group pimps, yeah. You know, so when your girl's going to youth group, you're gonna have to be the regulator. That's true. When you know, that's true. Keep, somebody's got to keep them safe in youth I'll, group. I'll be
0: able to clearly identify all the other guys that were able to get to first base. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, no. dude, that's no, pretty cool, it's crazy, though. man. It's a little overwhelming. Yeah. So technically, tonight is the gender reveal party. Oh, is it? So everybody's, you know, but this, this, this won't drop until tomorrow. So this, this episode. So you're just going to spoil it, but not spoil it. I'm going to. Hopefully, we don't. Hopefully, nothing happens, and we. uh,
1: What happens if it happens to be a boy? Now you have to come back and do like a retraction. Well, actually, there's a
0: possibility that it could be twins. We don't know that for sure, but it's, it's in a little. Basically, here's the story. We got the envelope from the doctor. Yeah. And we took it to Party Central, and we said, "Here." Don't show us what it is, but fill up this box with like if it's a girl, pink, Pink. and you know if it's a guy, blue. Well, so the way they did it, my wife could clearly see what was in the box. Yeah. So, yeah, we know it's a girl.
1: So. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I mean it's. I'm going to go in, dude. You just got to go all in. Hey, like at this point, I'd just be rooting for more girls. Yeah. I don't I the truth is is it's really all I know, you know. 4. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, it's a lot of girls. And Damn. three of them are going to be in high school together. Yeah. I have a buddy, my best friend growing up and he also had three girls and I but his girls are now older cuz he yeah. got married way before I did. And I was asking him, I was saying, "Hey, my girls are kind of treat me like I'm the king and I'm the hero." I said, "I'm I'm not looking forward to that changing." And he said, "Well, I wish I could tell you that it never changes, but right now," he said, The hormones I'm dealing with, it's almost too much to bear. He said, you'll either go to the bottle, or you'll go to the weights, or you'll go to to both. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're
1: already hitting those weights, brother. Well, I'm trying.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, you were uh, alluding to, I don't know, what were you alluding to? The topic topic of our conversation.
1: We were going to talk about, you know, because, like, dude, one of the big things that we get here with the show is, you know, we constantly talk about business, you know, we constantly talking about building a seven figure, eight figure, nine figure, potentially 10 figure company, um, which a lot of people are doing, but we also get a lot of people who email in and they're like, yo, Andy or yo Vaughn, uh, they never say yo Tyler, yeah. but they'll say yo Andy and yo Vaughn and they'll be like, dude, I'm a plumber, you know, I'm a fireman. I, I'm the store manager at Best Buy. I teach Sunday school. You know, I work real hard at my job. It's solid pay. I love it. Um, but they struggle because they they're going to come in and they're going to say, "Dude, I'm not a, a, a huge influencer. I'm not I'm not going to make seven figures or eight figures a year." Uh, you know, I I don't see how some of this stuff is applicable to me. And and it makes them almost wonder like if they're doing something that isn't right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, like is,
0: is their work worthwhile?
1: Yeah, dude. And yeah. and that's a that's a tough thing to hear for people. I think it is for me at least. I don't know how some of these other dudes do it. I'm sure they get messages like that too. But, um, you know, I love that we're talking about this because I know how much you value blue
0: collar workers. Yeah, and a, I know how much you just value work in general, dude. You and know,
1: and that's what I'm saying. You know, and I think people get hung up in like. Um, I mean, let's face it, man. We we live in a society that's just a lot of flesh. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. Everybody's showing what they got. Um, everybody's showing, you know, where they live and the cars they drive. And, dude, I get that, man. I'm proud of where I live and I'm proud of the cars I drive. And I'm proud of all that shit and I show it. And it makes me feel, like, kind of shitty sometimes that people sort of take that as, like, it's making them feel like, I can't be that. Yeah. And that really has nothing to do with their worth on this planet. Right. You know what I mean?
0: And it doesn't matter how many times you say this, Andy, but you always say that success is the pursuit of your own full potential. Correct. And if that means that you're what you've decided makes you happy in life and if if your potential means that you are only going to make $45,000 a year as yeah. a, as a teacher or whatever that's fine yeah nowhere to the best of my knowledge nowhere in the last 5 years have we ever said anybody's worth is determined by their net worth no and it's ever.
1: It, and that's and that's kind of like the message i see being portrayed across the internet right make millions of dollars, make this, make that. And I understand I understand where they're coming from because, dude, that shit's important, all right? Like, I take care of a lot of fucking people, dude. I provide a lot of people with careers that wouldn't have them otherwise. Right. Shit's important. It is. It okay. is,
0: and it is one barometer to that, how much your effort you're putting in. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. But what I, I guess my issue is is, like, you know, there's a ton of value to these other pe- – like, when these people write in and they basically – you know, it's almost like they're—I don't know, like venting, or I don't know what you would call it. Like, Con- they're, it's almost like know, they're confessing. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like, they didn't make like, the right choice. Like I'm and, sorry. And, yeah, and I screwed like, up. D- like they'll say shit to me, like. Bro, I'm only a firefighter. I'm not like you, motherfucker. You do awesome shit all the time. Right. You're extremely valuable. Dude, it really bothers me when people approach me like that, you know? You know like I'm running this business. I'm nothing like you. Motherfucker, I used to be just like you. I was I was lower than you. Yeah. You know, so like I wish people who listen to this show would start to really understand that there's no judgment here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But the goal here is for, to get you to a point where you're being productive in a way inside your world that produces the best amount of impact. And when you do that in your world, the income is going to follow. You're going to have opportunities. I can't even tell you how many people I've had work for me who other people found like, you know, like I've had guys that work in my retail store, right? They're making, you know, 12, 13 bucks an hour. Right? They're working to these, they're working and working and working. And they're doing this great job. They're kicking ass. And somebody comes along and is like, fuck, dude. I really like you. Like, dude, one of my best guys ever that I've ever had was was got to a point where he was basically lured away from our company. And because of how good of a job he did inside our company. Yeah. And you know what? I'm proud of him. You know what I mean? That's yeah. cool. And um, I think people lose sight of that. You know, when you really dedicate what you can actually give to what you're actually doing, there's so many crazy opportunities that present themselves just because you're being a valuable human. Right. And that's something that people just, because it can't be like scored, right? There's no like score to that. People have a hard time seeing that. But I'm going to tell you, man, on the flip side of that, you know how many people I've hired? From random places, I met them and I liked them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. There's two of them sitting at this table. Yeah, right. There's two of them sitting <laughs> right good. here in front of me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I met both of these dudes, Tyler and Vaughn, in situations that were unrelated to, to my business Yeah. that I happened to actually just like them as people yeah. and eventually it created careers. Right? Yeah. Like, 100%. dude, if you wouldn't have been giving your all with uh, the Nines magazine when you interviewed me for that article- Yeah. We wouldn't even be doing this. Yeah. But we also talked about Oscar for the first 30 minutes right. of you and you and me yeah. meeting. Like, right. literally,
0: we talked about dogs. We talked about Oscar and Otis right. and Charlie and Rudy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, dude, that's – but 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 that's but what that is, bro, is that's you caring about what you're trying to – because let's be real. You're a great dude, and you care a lot about people. But you were also trying to create the best product for your employer. You know, you're trying to dig deep. What makes this dude tick? What's right. he really care about? Right. You know, and you're doing, and and a great relationship spawned from that created an amazing career. Yeah. Right? And, sure. dude, tons of opportunity for me, too. Yeah. You know, so, like, we're, people just don't grasp how that opportunity aspect really works, you know? So, like, right now, and, dude, you know what? I'm even getting ahead of myself because, dude, some dudes that are plumbers fucking love plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, dude, I know guys who are actual plumbers who love fucking plumbing, and they talk about plumbing, and they've grown plumbing companies, and now they're plumbing fucking tycoons. You know what I'm saying? Dude, there are people in the Arate
0: syndicate who make millions of dollars as plumbers. Right. Like, literally, they I run know. plumbing companies. I know. I was talking to—I could be getting this wrong. I think it's Andy Aranda is one of the plumbers in the group, or or he owns a plumbing company. Andy, I'm sorry if I'm totally misrepresenting you, but I'm pretty sure he is. But we were talking about the fact that there are so many people, again, it goes back to not to, again, rip on the millennials or anything, but there are so many people that if it's not this, like, super glamorous job, they don't want to do it. Right. And yet you forget that, like, plumbers pretty much are never out of business. Not only that, bro. They are so in demand, There's and it's interesting. That's right. The stuff that they're doing these days. Yeah.
1: it's cool. And and dude, it's I feel like <clears throat> I feel like there's two people that we're talking about here. We're we're talking about like the people we're talking to two audiences really. Right. We're talking to the audiences who are maybe like I would say 30 or older and they've kind of made some decisions about their life and maybe they're not real happy with those decisions and they think, "Man, I'm too old to go back and start and do this shit." First of all, that's not true. Right. Okay? If you don't like where you are, you got to change it, man. Yeah. You have to change it. Um you spend too much time in your career and too much time doing whatever it is you do to try to make money to not really love it. Right. You know, and I'm not saying you got to fucking love it every day because I'll tell you right now. There are plenty of days that I fucking hate what I do. There's more days that I love what I do. And you know what makes me love what I do? It's not it's not the money or anything like that. It's coming in here Goofing off with the dudes And the girls that work in here Teasing everybody You know what I'm saying Getting right. everybody Getting everybody ju- They probably all make fun of me When I walk away I don't give a <laughs> fuck You know what I'm saying Like it's fun Right And um, I think people Are really We're getting into a real dangerous point In society Where people think Like I, I'm the most anti-guy When people say Oh money won't make you happy like I, that's it's fucking bullshit. It makes you pretty fucking happy. You could do a lot of cool shit. Yeah, it's not the shit you think. A lot of people think, oh, it's buying a fucking nice car or a nice house. That's not what I'm talking about. Like, dude, I'm talking about being able to grow a company where you see people who started out at, at minimum wage that are now making six figures, buying homes, having fa- that shit is awesome. Can't yeah. do that without money. Yeah. Okay. Can't be a big. Can't be a big shot charity guy without money. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying big 100%. shot charity is a bad thing, dude. It's fu- Dude, it is a good, th- you know what? I don't care what anybody says. When people know that you gave fucking millions of dollars to charity and they know that's the kind of person you are, it feels good. Yeah. It's just the reality. And yeah. I know that's taboo and people are like, oh, you should never no, tell. No, it feels great. Well, no. If, if 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 somebody who's wealthy never tells where they give their money to or if they give money, people assume they don't. Right. So then they're like, fuck, dude, you just drive a fucking nice car. You know how much you could fucking do with with that car money, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, you know, so. Dude, I worked
0: in uh, what's called advancement for a couple of years. It's like working for a college where you you fundraise mm-hmm. and you work with a bunch of very wealthy people. Mm-hmm. And very often, those people do not want people to know how much they've given mm-hmm. because they are humble people. They are people that, that don't want all the credit. Mm-hmm. But what we consistently used to tell them is, you have to because it inspires other people to, give. to do the same. thing. That's right. Yes.
1: So, so, and in many
0: cases, it's like, well, that dude did it. That, I'm gonna one up him, dude, you know, But it, that's fine.
1: That's fundraising. Yeah, that's fundraising. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, that's how you do it. Like, dude, I want people to give money to my high school where I went because it's privately funded. Yeah. Right. So, what do I do? They say, hey, we need to let people know. I said, well, fucking put us in your magazine. Yeah. They put us in their magazine. And then what happened? Funds went way up. Right. Because everybody didn't want to have Chris and Andy be the only guys doing it. Right. You know, and that's cool. Exactly. That, so that's
0: you're saying that the two different people you're speaking to, you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, so we're talking about. Uh, uh, thank you for that. Because I was getting way off. Um, you know, and then we're talking to young people who are, you know, 19 years old or 17 years old or 20 years old. And they're like, fuck, dude, for me to be able to be wealthy, I got to go start a social media ad agency and I got to buy all these courses and I got to do this and I got to do that. And they think that anything outside of that is not going to be a career that they're going to find happiness, ful- fulfillment, and money. Yeah, right. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's money in anything if you're fucking the best at it. Right. That's the point. Like, Say there, that again because I don't think people understand There is this. money in every single fucking thing that you can do if you're the best at absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's the thing. And people just don't think like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so I think it's important to talk about some of the, the I don't know, like core questions that, that people should be thinking about in terms of what they're doing w- with themselves and how, how to take, let's say, let's say we are dealing with someone who is, you know, I work real hard at my job and it's solid pay and I like it. And I'm not this, you know, like what questions should these people be asking themselves to really determine, underst- where, determine whether their work really that's is right. worthwhile. That's right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think that's, I don't know. I think that's a good thing to talk about for people.
0: I don't know what you think. I, I agree. Uh, can I tell a story? Yeah. Um. So when I was a lot younger, so you remember like, so next, next year, oh no, I'm sorry, two months from now, November. So about four years ago in November, my dad died, and uh, when he was alive, like years before he passed, I he was coming to visit me in Manhattan, Kansas, and I was uh, I was I was just out of graduate school, so I wasn't like a college student, but I was still pretty young in my men- mentality, and we went to a McDonald's, and there was this guy there behind the behind the counter, and it was an older guy at the time. I was probably mid to late forties. He looked tired. But, like, man, he was hustling a mm-hmm. lot. And uh, and I, just some, I don't know what, but something just, like, hit me and rubbed me wrong. And uh, I, I must have looked pretty disturbed. And my dad looked at me, and he's like, what's your problem? And I go, I just, I just feel sorry for that guy. And he goes, what are you talking about? I said, well, I feel sorry for that guy. He's, like, mid-40s, and he's working at McDonald's. And I figured my dad, who was probably mid-40s at the time, maybe – probably older than that. I figured he was going to say, oh, yeah, you're right. He didn't. He's like, what, what are you talking about? He said, the man has a job. He's oh, sure. working hard. And on top of that, the reality is he's probably actually paid pretty well because McDonald's takes care of their people. He's like, this is the problem, Vaughn, is that there's a whole generation of people who think that you know, your worth is based on if you have a glamorous job or not. He said the fact that he is literally working hard at McDonald's and being a contributing member of society and supporting his family That's a fucking win. That is a win. Yeah. And I mean I was like, Don't you know, yeah. <laughs> you remember the old Bugs Bunny com- yeah. or, uh, c- cartoons where yeah. they did something stupid and they turned into a donkey for a second? Yeah, they, yeah. That's how I felt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know what you think about that, but see, that's to me, that's no, I, I agree that's with That's been like dad. a long time lesson that I learned from my dad
1: is it's not the job. It's not. It's not. It's not, man. You know, and I, it, it it's a very difficult, touchy situation for me because we run an entrepreneurship success brand. And right. success in entrepreneurship is usually uh, scored by money. Right. Right? So I want to really talk about these things with people, you know, um, these these people who might not be sure how this is going to pan out. Yeah. And, and if they should still be doing it, you know. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing that people have to understand is what you just said, man. Some jobs are just going to be more glamorous than others. It doesn't mean that they are more worthwhile. You know, if your job provides value to the world, it's worthwhile no matter what. And, you know, people don't think about it like that. They don't realize like, Hey, you could be a mechanic. And if you work your ass off and you're a great mechanic, you are morally much better than a guy who's a missionary who doesn't do shit.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like people don't really understand that concept. So I would rather, personally, I'd rather work with the motherfucker who makes cheeseburgers at McDonald's but does them perfect than the guy who's worked in my industry for 20 years and hasn't been able to do shit because he's bounced from one to the next one, the next one. That's the truth. Right. So, dude, people ask here all the time, how do we find these people? Fuck, man, we find them all over the place. You just got to open your eyes. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you go to, like, when I go to dinner, I go to, and I got a waiter that is just, unbelievably good at what they do i almost always ask them i'm like hey man uh is this like your full-time gig or is yeah. this your part-time gig what's your deal and i'll try to find out their deal and and then i'll be like well hey look man you killed it tonight like killed it because regardless i want them to know they did a good job and i say if you're ever interested in moving you know uh, and career advancement, We promote from within. You always got to start out here. Everybody starts at the same spot. But if you're interested, here's my shit. I do that. Dude, I do that every time I go somewhere and I get great service. It's funny. You you completely rubbed off of me in that
0: way because I don't know if if Emily or you use the uh, Aldi Instacart where they actually. uh, That's Emily. Yeah. Yeah. They they deliver. Aldi delivers right to your door and they, you know, different people will do it. You know, it's kind of like an Uber thing almost. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had this kid the other day that was like, unbelievable in his organization he even had a little uh handout printed saying hey i want to always do a really good job please let me know here's how you contact me dude, yada see, yada yada that's what I'm talking i about. literally said to him dude have you ever heard of first form yeah because you need to call first form and tell them that i sent you and 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 literally talk to logan or whoever they talk to and sign up but that's when you encounter somebody like that It especially in today's day and
1: age people don't realize that people like me are looking for people like that. Right. Like, I am actively, no matter where I go, I am looking at how you do things. I, yeah. Dude, it doesn't even have to be my company. I am watching. And, like, you know what? Sometimes I'll go into my friend's restaurants or my friend's place, and I'll say, hey, bro, like, I did this at the gym. There's a girl, there's a new girl at the gym, uh, I don't know, like, six months ago that was, like, just working her ass off to keep the gym clean. I went, and this whole Pat, my buddy who runs the gym, to say, hey, Pat, that chick works hard, dude. Like hard. And he's like, "Yeah, man, we're going to give her a rate." Like he was already aware, but yeah. like people uh, people that are aware of this shit, they go out of their way to bring value to those people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And to I'm your- talking me bring value to them by A tell them they got a good they did a good job and B considering them for another opportunity. Yeah. It doesn't always work, but you know, you never know who's watching or who's paying attention to how you do it. So you have to understand It's not the job that you do. It's how you do the job that you do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I hope everybody sticks. Let's stick with them because we talk about this and everybody likes to say, oh, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah, that's an easy thing to fucking repeat. We've all heard it 10 million times, but executing it in real life is a completely different scenario. It doesn't happen. Right. All these motherfuckers, like last night I made a post, and I get 30, 40 people out of the comments say, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah, bro, we all heard that shit. <laughs> but why aren't you fucking living it? You know that's what I'm saying? Right? If you know it, why aren't you doing it? Why would you walk past that piece of trash on the floor? Well, that wasn't my piece of trash. Well, make it your piece of fucking trash. Because that's how you're going to make value in yourself. People think it's so stupid. Dude, I've had people sign up to Arate. Uh, fucking dude, it's a fucking almost six figure investment to be an Arte syndicate. I've had people apply to Arte because I took a fucking snap of me picking up trash in my gym. Yep. That's no bullshit. Cole
0: Hatter, ask him about it. Yeah. No, I, 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 no, no, no question. And to your point, what you said earlier, that nineteen year old kid who's doing the Instacart for uh, Aldi and the way that he put an effort into the into that that makes his work far more worthwhile than some c suite executive who inherited his job who pisses away that opportunity because his daddy or whoever got him the job
1: bro who do you think's more fulfilled oh easily the kid you see what i'm saying easily like yeah. that kid is putting everything he has into every day and every customer and every opportunity and he might be making fucking 10 bucks an hour who right. knows but i guarantee you when that kid goes to bed at night he looks himself in the mirror. and He might have a twinge of frustration, but he knows he couldn't have done anything more. Yeah. That C suite motherfucker, he goes to bed and he's like, fuck. I, you know, I'm getting paid, but I still can't figure out why I feel depressed. I still can't feel why why do I not feel that excitement about my career? Why am I not excited about my life? Because you're not giving anything to it. Right. And you know it, no matter how much you say, dude. You know when you've given what you're supposed to give. And you know when you haven't. And if you don't give what you're supposed to. Dude, I don't have any motherfuckers coming and telling me what to do on a daily basis. I don't have a fucking boss. I don't have someone that says, hey, Andy, you need to get your shit together today. I got to do that shit for myself. Right. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Dude, I got to do this shit on my own, man. And and do I have to report to people? Sure. I got to report to the fucking millions of customers that we have. That's a lot of pressure, you know, but like, dude, these, when I go to bed at night, the reason I feel like a bad motherfucker is because I know I did everything I fucking could, you know, and dude, there's scenarios all the time that people don't realize that come up that are just, they're shitty and you have Mm -hmm. to deal with them. Mm -hmm. You're not going to always win those battles, but if you did everything that you can do the right way from your heart. You can go to bed at night and feel peace, you know? That's something people talk about a lot too, right? The inner peace is the new success. No, motherfucker. Success is fucking success. Well,
0: and you, how do you get inner peace? By
1: giving everything you right, have.
0: Right, exactly. Which also
1: produces success. Right. You know, there's so much bullshit on the internet right now, bro, that like, oh, happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new... Like, like these things are not related. They're fucking aligned perfectly, You're just listening to fucking dumbasses that don't know shit who repost shit that they hear somewhere. Mm -hmm. Happiness, fulfillment, peace, and success are actually perfectly aligned. They are perfectly aligned. And they all have to do with you, one, caring, and two, exercising your potential out of your body on a day-by-day-by-day basis. That's how you get happy. That's how you become inner peace. That's how you become fulfilled. And people just aren't talking about it. And what it is, is that so many people are justifying what they've got in life as what they really wanted, right? So they went out when they were a kid. They wanted to be a fucking astronaut. They ended up being a janitor. Nothing wrong with being a janitor. Mm -hmm. They ended up being a janitor. And now, instead of saying, "Oh man, I I really wish I would have done an astronaut because that shit hurts," they're saying, "You know what? I I this is the life I chose. This is what I, no, you didn't choose it. It chose you by default because you didn't practice what the fuck you're supposed to practice. So no matter how much you smile on the outside, you're still frowning on your heart." Yep. And that's a big Absolutely. deal that is going on right now in the fucking world it's harder to admit that you screwed up and made
0: the wrong choice instead you just say well i i, I don't really want to do that That sucks. i meant to do that i i, I yeah. that's like tripping all those f- people that care about money or success they, they they suck the reality is if he's honest he he does too he just realizes that he failed
1: bro you know those things align they're not mutually yeah. exclusive you know what i'm saying yeah no i hear like you. they align they go together And, like, success is not a bank account, man. Success is doing the best that you fucking can. And all of you listening right now can do better at what you do. Every single person. And the reason that you don't have fulfillment on a day-by-day basis and the reason it goes up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down is because you're not practicing putting out all your potential into the world on a daily basis. Like we would talk about with you know, being organized in your efforts. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Side note, though, related to excellence
0: and, and success. And and you, you were talking about, uh, you know, the picking up trash, the video of you picking up trash. One of the coolest experiences of my life in the last couple of years is when we were at w- one of the RTA syndicate summits. And, you know, you have the most recent one had about 130 people. And, uh, you know, 130 people sitting through a couple of seminars, drinking Coke drinking coffee, Waters. getting snacks, yeah. there's going to be, you know, stuff laying around, right? Not really. Bro. When we were done, I, I we
1: were all tasked with cleaning that up, and I'm like, there's nothing Bro. really to clean up. We had fucking 260 people at my house that night of yeah. graduation last year. Yeah. All together. 260 people inside your fucking house. First of all, imagine that many people in your fucking house. Yeah. It's a shit ton, even with a big ass house. Yeah. Which is what I got. Yeah. Okay? There was zero cleanup, right? Fucking zero. These motherfuckers, dude, and they did it drunk too. They were wasted. <laughs> Everybody was fucking trash, dude. I was gonna like, say that, but yeah, we were doing fucking shots, and like it was, it was a, it was a good party, yeah. dude. There was not one fucking yeah. piece of trash in my house, dude. And we did not have a crew to clean it up. Yeah. These people, it's just reflective of what successful people are like. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, they, dude, they're humble. They take care, and and they get a bad rep in in the world because it's easy to point at someone and say, oh, fucking successful motherfucker. Fuck that guy. Motherfucker, those are the people that make the world go fucking round. Okay? Dude, I was so fucking impressed by the fact that we had zero cleanup at my house. Zero. It was like, dude, and we got a great crew here at First Form, like a great crew. But there's always some cleanup. Yeah. There was zero cleanup. Yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah. It was crazy. It was awesome, man. That's. But anyway, I don't know what the fuck we were talking about.
0: Well, you were just reel it back in, Vaughn. Yeah. I mean, just to your point that uh, it's it's not it's not the job you do that makes it the work worthwhile. It's how you do the job that makes it worthwhile. Yeah, man. And that's Um, it.
1: Yeah. You know. It's the effort, the person determines. I think the, I think along with that too, though, bro, like a very similar statement that we can make is, it's not how much you make, but it's how much you could make. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. something people think about too. You know, your salary doesn't determine your significance, but your profit, it should be driven by your potential. If you're sitting there with a world of potential to make all this profit on something that you're doing, and you could do all these good things with this profit, and you're not doing it, You're going to be sick on the inside. You're going to be unfulfilled. You're going to feel like you should be doing more. Mm -hmm. Because you should be. Right? Yeah. You have an obligation, man. You have your kids. You have your cousins. You have your teachers. You have your mom and dad. You have people that look up to you that you don't even realize look up to you. Okay? And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying if you're an incredibly talented person with the capacity to make loads of money, you should switch from, you know, your low-paying job that you love to go selling commercial real estate but you know and, and I am saying like if you're if you really truly love your job stick with it become better at it evolve it push the limits no one says that because you're this kind of janitor you can't reinvent the fucking game of being a janitor and you know what could happen if you reinvented the game of being a janitor and figured out a way to make your company more profitable by the way you fucking clean shit and operate and organize shit? Whoa, now you're on to something. Now mm-hmm. you could take how you do it and you could sell it to all the other companies. Guess what? You think you're not gonna still love doing that shit? And you're you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like there's all kinds of different ways here, guys, that are just getting like completely blown off the yeah. table by all these fast talking course selling fucktards that's really no, what i call absolutely it. but yeah. dude i
0: to that point i was just having a conversation with a friend of mine and he's in a particular profession that's known for not getting paid very well and he was complaining to me that he wasn't getting paid very well and i was like dude listen you are really good at what you do okay he's a teacher now more than ever Teachers have the unlimited ability to make money because you you teach your regular classes, and then you develop courses yeah. that are awesome, and you sell them online. So I just I, I I'm I'm over feeling bad for the teachers. The opportunities there, man. The opportunities are so there. You can go around. You can create a, a keynote and go around and and teach other teachers. Like if you're good at what you're. You know what the problem is with that?
1: What's that? The problem is, is they feel like they need permission. Uh, probably. So to if some you're listening extent. right now. And you're one of these people who thinks that God or the teacher, fucking master, I don't know, the dean, whoever, is going to give you permission. He ain't. She ain't. God isn't. Guess who's got to give you permission? You. Yep. There's no qualifying school for entrepreneurship. You're either good or you're not good. You know how you get good? By doing shit bad for a long time. That's right. You know?
0: And you just got to start thinking creatively. Like- I think we're we're also living in a time where there's so many. Now I, I agree with you that serial entrepreneurship is not a good thing, um, generally speaking. You got you got to stick with what you got, but I do think that for people who make not a not
1: a, a really exceptional, now you're going to have people who fucking are going to be like emailing about that statement. Well, I don't think that's you said serial entrepreneur. Look at fucking Warren. Bu- that's Warren Buffett. That right. ain't Joe Blow. You right? Okay, that's Warren Buffett. If you want to be a serial entrepreneur when you're 75 years old and worth fucking $100 billion, do it. Right.
0: And as you and Ed have pointed out before in Arte, uh, we, in most of those cases, the vast majority of that person's income still comes from one thing. That's right. But uh, but no, my point is is that in today's day and age with all the resources and the platforms, if you have a job where you know, it's a fairly lower income, there's all sorts of things you can do to supplement your income you know there's all sorts of other ways of, of generating revenue if you're creative and you work hard but be that as it may that's not the main point so you were saying so so point number 1 was uh it's not the job you do it's how you do the job uh point number 2 you said it's not how much you make it's how much you could make yeah are you, were I, you done with that so. dude I know you've told told this story a lot but give us a give us a cliff notes cuz it's such a powerful story when you were Killing it a couple years ago, but you were laying on the couch and watching Pacific Rim and all. Yeah, that. I mean, like, dude, you got to tell that story again because we I,
1: we I, get I, new we get new listeners every day. Yeah. So, well, I don't know, it was 2014, probably. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I got sick. I had pneumonia. That's what I had, mm-hmm. and I couldn't come to work for like three weeks, and so I sat on the couch in my house and I was watching Pacific Rim. And I liked that movie so much that I watched it about 47 fucking times. <laughs> and I still actually like that movie. I don't like the sequel, but I like that one, the original. But, uh, dude, I check my, you know, I'm getting paid. Because I was at home for a long uh, a long enough time where I could see my pay, my pay coming through, right? I'm making, dude, I was making the most money I was ever making. Like, just crazy, crazy money. And uh, that was the first time in my life I was making crazy money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, now, my I'd friend be, calls that drug dealer money. Yeah. Now I'd be <laughs> pissed if I was making that money, but like, a, but I went. For, that was like my that was like my first taste of making money, and dude, I was making a lot, and uh, <clears throat> and I remember sitting there thinking like, damn, dude, this is pretty cool. Like I thought about it like at first. I'm like, this is pretty cool. I don't even go to work, and my fucking bank account's going up. I see it right here on my phone. <laughs> about you know a week into it, I'm like, man. I'm kind of bored. By the 3rd week, I'm like this fucking sucks, dude. Like this sucks. And I started to realize that it wasn't about it wasn't about what I was making. It was about how much opportunity I was leaving on the table by not being functional. You know what I'm saying? So it woke me up to realize that success isn't like the money or the fucking job or the car or the girl or the house or any of that shit. Success is the pursuit and fulfillment of one's own true potential and that's where i came up with that definition it was during that time it re- it clicked with me that it wasn't like the things that i thought were going to make me happy and what's what's really cool about that story is that once i fucking twisted that around in my brain and realized it then i realized that making money was actually pretty easy it was just executing on what i'm interested in and passionate about you see what i'm saying yeah Because I was fulfilled by doing those things. So when I start, you know, like even this podcast, like I say all the time, I do this for free. But the truth is, it's opened up so many different income opportunities for me. I mean, dude, I've got a new business partner in Milet. we're doing fucking, you know, we're building a couple different things together on a big scale. You know, I've been able to go speak at some of the most amazing conferences ever put on. I spoke at some shitty ones, too. But... (laughs) You know, I've met some awesome people and some awesome friends and some great entrepreneur friends. I've become close with some people that I really used to look up to in terms of, like, untouchable for me. And they're peers now. They're peers. Yeah. You know? and That's that all, cool. That came from doing this for free because I felt good about doing it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And, and that's, I never, we, we, dude, people don't believe this, but we never started this shit with an intent to sell anything. Nope. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's and we don't sell anything on the on the show. Something we've always done. We've never sold anything. Buy level one bars. But here's the thing. What we have done. Did you catch my little thing there? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I did. So that's about the most selling I'll do on the show. Otis and Charlie, but that's Yeah, different. that's right. Otis yeah. and Charlie. But but you know, uh, which which the profit
0: margins on that are like razor thin. That's nothing. So yeah, it's like a free. Thing. That that's more yeah. of a charity thing. That it you is. might make a few bucks for. Yeah. Uh, uh Well, I was going to say coffee, but you don't drink coffee. But nah.
1: yeah, I do when I want seventy five hard. Yeah, <laughs> I drink instead of beer. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. But just like when I go out with my friends and yeah. like they're all drinking, and I want to hang out with them, I'll just drink coffee. Yeah, like caffeine free coffee. Yeah. Cause you kind of drink at the same pace, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you feel like yeah, you that, could sit there that, for like that's, two that's or three smart. hours. See, that's being creative. Yeah, you could sit there for like two or three hours without yeah. being bored. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, but dude, uh, I don't know. I just feel like you know when you start things for the right reasons and follow through on them, good shit happens, man. Yeah. You know, but I, I,
0: you know, just just to tease out a, a detail of that story you've told before is, I do remember w- that your thought process was like you were looking at other guys and going. Well, I'm, I'm killing it compared to them, and I think you. I remember you saying that you, you had this aha moment where you're like, yeah, but success is not a comparison. Uh, like you are the measure of your own true
1: success. Correct. You yeah. can't
0: because I think you were talking Dude, about. Dude, that's it why
1: wh- I tell people, bro. When they say, hey, man, congrats on all the success, I always tell them, you guys know what I say, Tyler. Yeah. What do I tell them? Of fucking the f- ten years you've been around me. Do I ever say, hey, I don't thanks. feel successful. I'm I haven't not done successful. Shit. <laughs> Right. I'm not successful, dude. I'm I'm making. I've made a lot of money. I'm not successful. Right. I'll be successful when I tap into my real potential, which I haven't even fucking started into yet. You mean when you discover inner peace? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: But do you know? You know, you're a great speaker, and I think you'll understand this. But I don't speak as much as I, I used to. But you know, when I was a pastor, I would come down from the pulpit. And just be like, that sucked. It was terrible. Oh yeah. And that's not. I know that That's theory. not how people would respond. No. And they they could never wrap their head around why I was so depressed. And I would literally they would say like how to go, and I'd say I literally feel like I threw feces from Bro. the pulpit because I I felt like that sucked so bad, and they couldn't wrap their head around it because they'd be like, no, it was awesome. No, it sucked
1: because I knew what I was capable of, Dude, and I fell so short. I feel like that every time i speak it doesn't matter how good i do right it doesn't matter if i burnt the motherfucker down when i come down and i'm like fuck i should have said it this way i should have done it this way you know and you start like that's that's champion mentality bro like that's what people do that are high achievers they're gonna coach themselves like i said a minute ago i don't have fucking a boss to tell me i sucked right i gotta tell me i sucked right (laughs) you know what i'm saying which i do a lot and that's what people don't understand. But, um, you know, I think something, too, to mention in all this stuff is the platform thing, right? Like, I think a lot of people think that they can't impact people. I know this is true because I talk to a lot of people at First Form who do a really good job, but they don't feel like they're really killing it because they don't have a, they have fucking 200 social media followers you know what I'm saying? I don't have the platform. I don't have, I can't affect blah, blah, blah. You know, and I think it's important to mention this too, that that if you're talking about impact, man, um, you have to understand that it's not the number of people that you impact in the world. It's the percentage of people that you impact in your world. Okay. And that's something that's people just completely miss. You know, they're trying to talk like, well, fuck, dude. Tony Robbins, look, he sold out the Staples Center, or Gary Vee, he's got seven million followers. I can't make an impact like that. Bullshit. You can make a better impact because when you have a huge fucking audience, you don't have the time to do that one-on-one shit that really impacts people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so now absolutely. you're actually at an advantage to someone who, you know, has a big audience and the fact that you could spend real time with real people and make a real difference. My favorite thing that I miss doing that I love to do was working the counter at a retail store. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's my favorite job. it's I say it all the time and I say it to this day, in all of our companies, the number one best job that we have here, it, it doesn't make the most money. You can make a lot of money doing it. The number one job we have in this in our companies, all of them, is working the counter at a supplement superstore retail store. Because you get to talk to people, you get to impact people one-on-one, they don't know who the fuck you are really, they're not like, it's not like Instagram where they get a like or a heart or a comment or this, that, dude, you're connecting with someone and most of you guys right now have that right in front of your face and you take it as if it's not valuable and I'm telling you, one day you are going to do what you're wanting to do and you're going to build this business and you're going to be in an office and you're going to do what I have to do, which is manage a bunch of other parts that go together to create a, 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 a ecosystem. And you're going to miss that shit because that's the powerful shit, man. That's the stuff that really matters, that really makes you feel good. And every single person listening right now has the opportunity to do that. Tell me right now that if you go out and have – meaningful conversations about your company, your product, or whatever it is that you do with three or four people a day. I want you to think about that versus you doing what you do mindlessly and not talking to anybody. You're going to pick the day that you had those conversations a million to one over the ones that you didn't. And dude, that's something I really miss about About my my business, yeah, you know, and
0: that's uh, that's where you learned all your stuff, yeah, all your skills. Oh, dude, no, no,
1: no question. People ask all the time, "What's the best thing I could do?" Fuck, dude, get a retail job with a company that cares about people.
0: Yeah, but you know, Andy, it goes back to something we've talked about in previous podcasts: is that today in our day and age, we really do confuse being famous with being impactful. Like just because people know your name does not mean that you're gonna leave a legacy no. of, of any real value that's gonna that's gonna extend beyond your lifetime. Oh no. you know? Right. And uh, That's you know- why
1: you see all these famous motherfuckers trying to write these bullshit books later on. Like yeah. after the shit's happened and after their buzz is gone and after the attention's gone, then they're writing some bullshit biography about their life. No one fucking cares anymore, bro. You missed your shot. Yeah. Missed your shot. Absolutely. And now you're trying to write a book so you could be relevant. And so you could be impactful because you know that you sold your fucking soul for your 15 fucking minutes, which might be 15 years. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much money you make, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter what you do, your time being in the light is going to fucking end. And when it ends, then what? Yep. Right? Yep. You're either gonna have the time that the time you were in your light is either gonna last forever because you made it. You did it the right way, you connected with people, you helped people, you changed people, you inspired people, you were a positive influence of people, or the light's just going to go out and your memory is going to go out with it. Yep. And those and are the two options. And if all you're living for fame
0: is fame and fortune instead of really impacting people, all I can say to you is,
1: how dare you? Oh, fuck, dude. Don't even get <laughs> me started on that shit. Some got, a couple people got really pissed at me about that. And they're like, Duh, you said the fact that you said that girl was an actress is fucking crazy. Well, listen, if she isn't, she should be. She may not be an actress by profession, but she is an actress. She is by- fucking naturally talented. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: So anyway, I couldn't resist. But uh no man. Uh I would just say that, you know, when I was a pastor, one of the big things was, you know, if you were a youth. Uh, youth leader or youth pastor, if you could take your kids to a really awesome, you know, missionary trip overseas and some exotic location, you were considered a really cool youth pastor. And I always used to take my kids fairly local places, or we, the farthest we ever went was Chicago. And people get like, "Why were you doing that?" I said, "Because reality is, if you don't like, if you don't truly love and serve people where you live." You're not going to truly love and serve people across the world. No, like if you and yeah. so these people who just want this worldwide platform to feel good about themselves. Listen, if you're not if you're not truly impacting the people in your own neighborhood, then you're not going to sincerely want to impact
1: people all over the world. You Dude, just, it's, that's let's how it be works. real, man. The guy that lives in the fucking up your street that does all the good shit for the elderly people, mows their lawn, right. Takes care of them, uh, plows your snow. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that guy. Dude, that guy's making a far bigger impact than what probably I would make on a big, giant scale that would be watered down. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. The opportunity to, to make real impact is actually at its highest when you have the least amount of attention. Yeah. And that's something that people don't like to hear. But if you really want to impact people, don't water it down with a lot of attention. Right. Go through and fucking take care of the people in your circle, in your community. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I would say people ought to get excited about it because the reality well, is if you really do pour yourself into the people locally, that will have a chain reaction. Yeah, but see- It will
1: go worldwide. It will, but people are full of shit, and that's the problem. <laughs> it's they true. They say this shit. I just want to thing so I can impact people, and I want to help people, when really what they're saying is I want to be fucking rich. Right. Right? Right. But they don't want to say that because they're afraid to say that. Because their mom and their dad and the people around them are going to say, well, you know, there's more things to life than money. Well, no (laughs) shit, motherfucker. But impacting people on a large scale can make you a lot of money. And guess where you start to impact people on a large scale? In your fucking backyard. Yep. Your neighbors. Your community leaders. Become a community leader. Right. Your families, your friends. I mean, dude, people are looking past the opportunity right in front of them because they want the big opportunity that's down the road. Right. And because they pass the opportunity right in front of them, they never get the reps to learn how to properly do this shit at scale. So let's say if you did really want to impact people and you want to be and we see this all the time how many people on Instagram are trying to pretend like they got all the fucking answers, right? They have never built anything. They have never struggled. They don't really have a story. They haven't done shit, but they're on Instagram making videos about motivation and this and that and this, this, this. The reason that your shit doesn't connect with people is because you didn't start it at the real level and learn how to truly connect. That's the problem. So when you skip the step to try to get... To the fifth step, where you think you should be and you think you deserve to be, you're actually discounting your skill set and taking you further away from what your ultimate goal is by ignoring the opportunity right in front of your face. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. Well, dude, you were uh,
1: you were recruited by uh,
0: Division One football teams. You you know that when it comes to recruiting, what's like the biggest embarrassment. For a major program in that state to not lock up what?
1: They're local people. They're local people. Yeah, they're local if you can't,
0: and, and I think it's interesting that even though First Forum is a nationwide and worldwide brand, it's still probably biggest in St. Louis
1: because you've built such a great- Dude, we have a great, great community Great here. community. Yeah, and you know what? I know a lot of those people by name. In fact, I know most of them by name. If I go to a fucking event- I know those people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I see them, like, I'm going to see them uh, in a couple weeks at Fall Fest, I know those people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And, and dude, that goes for building a business. Like, if you can't lock down your fucking culture and your core where you live in your community, you sure as fuck ain't going to be able to lock it down across the country. Right. It ain't going to happen.
0: So people need to stop obsessing about saving the whole world and focus on
1: saving the people in their world. And understand that, dude, the vet... If you truly have a pure heart about impacting people, like let's just say you're 100% pure. I just want to fucking help people, yeah. which barely anybody is. People do People do exist like that. I know people like that. And I fucking love people like that. I think it's very, very honorable. Very few, though. Yeah. You're, you're, it's easier for you to do without the attention. Oh, absolutely. Without the platform. Yeah. It's just easier to do. Like, there's people out there that are making profound impacts on other people's lives in a positive way every fucking day. Teachers, nurses, EMTs, doctors. I mean, dude, we're talking life, serious life-altering situations. And I'm not saying, by the way, most of them don't. I'm saying there are people out there doing it, right? And they do it quietly, Right. And they, and do those people are some of the happiest, most fulfilled people that you could ever possibly meet. They're self assured, they're self confident, they know why they're here, they know what their mission is, and they feel fucking great about it.
0: They appreciate the recognition, but they don't need
1: it. That's right. Yeah. And you know what's funny? They're happy. Yeah. But why are they happy? They're happy because every single day they come to work, they're putting everything they have into right. it. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. No, dude. It's so, I, I get it. Dude, your happiness and your discipline are completely aligned at all times. It's yep.
0: just the way it is. Absolutely. So, guys, uh, what makes your work worthwhile? It's not the job you do. It's how you do the job. It's not how much money you make. It's how much you could make, the fulfillment of your own true potential, and then- when it talks when we're talking about making an impact on the whole world it's not the overall number of people you impact in the world it's it's the people you impact in your own part of the world and focusing on that not not being famous not having a
1: worldwide platform but it, pouring into the people in front of you it's not overlooking people yeah you know what i'm saying like dude these this person right in front of you is not less less worthy of your ability to impact them than somebody that you don't know over in africa I'm sorry. Right. It's just reality. So if you're true about wanting to impact people, which you should be, you should start in your own backyard. You should start in your own community. Because if nothing else, if you're really doing it to impact people, you can do it more effectively. If you're doing it because you want to make money, you got to own your own territory in the first place anyway. Right. Either way, it's what you should do. And people are looking for... 10 steps down the road instead of focusing on all the opportunity right in front of them because they're so enamored with the flash and the cash and the fucking all the lifestyle shit that's going on right now that they feel like, dude, where do I even start? Where do I even start to do this? Man, it is real easy. You see someone that needs help, help them. Yep. You see someone that could use a, a positive word in their life, give them a positive word. This is the shit that really matters. And guys, what happens is it builds. If you want to build your fucking brand, be known in your community as the motherfucker that cares the most. That shit will translate to online. You'll start to build a community. It will work. You're just overlooking the obvious, and that has to stop if you truly want to be fulfilled and truly want to be successful in your life. Good stuff, man. Hey, uh, I I should
0: probably know this, but... uh is it too late to to uh, promote the Arte live event the Arte Syndicate live is by this time will that be sold out i don't know maybe no
1: no the tickets to the public i think drop early next week okay yeah so okay. um they can hop on and, and uh i'll probably post something in my story over the next couple of days about um you know getting on that list cuz we don't we don't most of the tickets are eaten up by people who are in arte and then we have a, a handful that are public available but um if you're in the public and you're not in Arte and you want to come to see uh, Arte Live, which is a fucking amazing event, uh, taught by real entrepreneurs, not it's not these buzzword people. This is real shit. like yeah. It's real tactical stuff. And uh, if that's something that you're interested in doing, um, we'll have some tickets available, but it is something you got to be on top of right away because yeah. we sell them out in a few minutes.
0: And guys, we we uh, again, we always have... Uh New listeners, so maybe to some extent you don't know what we're talking about. But even if you miss or are not able to attend the uh, the live event, you need to look into the Arte Syndicate. It's a r e t e s y n d i c a t e dot com. We're not accepting people right now, but if you if you go to there and sign
1: up, it'd be good for them to get on the email list. Yeah, we don't listen. We don't spam people. We don't send out a bunch of shit. We don't try to. We don't even have anything to sell. Okay, you have to be accepted to even be in it. Yeah, but. It would be a good idea to get in touch w- with the community if it's something you think that you're interested in yeah. uh, down the road. Uh, just because it's in, it is it's just in demand. Yep, you know, and it's just so it's it's very hard to even describe what
0: it is. So just go to go to the website and check it out.
1: What else, dude? I think that's it, man. Gotta remind think, these people pay the fee. Yeah, pay the fee. What's the fee? Bring us a friend. Bring us a friend, man. That's all we ask. Like, guys, you know, this is something that we do because we love doing it. We do love to kick ass, like, because we're competitive. So if you like the show, if you got one thing out of it, we got one sentence out of this show that did anything for you, man. Give us a like, a little share, you know, uh, a review. uh, You know, the conversation comes up about where you can learn some cool shit about being better. Give us a mention. That's all we ask. Take it easy, guys. All right, see you guys.